Hey y'all, welcome to Balance for Busy Moms. I'm your host, Danica Holt. I am a busy mom just like you. I'm also a certified life coach who helps other busy moms create more balance in their lives. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast today. Being that it is February and it is the month of love, it's almost Valentine's Day. I wanted to go over some myths about love that sometimes trip us up. Sometimes we have these beliefs about love that cause more damage to us and to our relationships than they really need to. So there are five myths I'm going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what they are, why they're harmful, and what the truth really is for each one. So let's get started. The first myth that I want to talk about is this idea that love happens to you, that it's somehow outside of your control. You don't choose who you love. You know, we hear it all the time. Like you can't choose who you love. You just love who you love. And that's, that's that. Or we hear it like, you know, you just love your kids. Like there's no choice there or love. You fall in and out of love. It just happens. It's like this idea that fate or the universe or God or some other being outside of us brought us together and that it just happens and there's nothing you can do about it. The truth is you do choose who you love. And once you choose someone to love, you choose every day to keep loving them or not. And you make that choice day in and day out. You choose to love someone again and again, or you choose to stop loving them for whatever reasons. We make these choices every day. And usually it's not a conscious decision. It's not like we wake up and we say, you know what? I'm going to love my husband today, (laughs) right? Like, or it's not like we get up and we say, okay, I'm going to love my kids today. Like we make this conscious decision. That's not how it is. It's an unconscious decision, but it is still a decision. Nonetheless, we choose who we love. One of my sisters-in-law, she had a quote on her Facebook page for a long time. And I don't remember who she was quoting, but they said, choose the one you love and love the one you choose. And that has really stuck with me. Like you choose the person that you love and then you choose to love them over and over again. You know, love the one you choose. We chose our spouses and they chose us. Now we didn't choose who our kids would be, but we still choose whether or not we love them. For most of us, this is obvious for our kids. Like, of course, we're going to love our kids, but really it's a choice to make day in and day out because there are some parents who choose not to love their kids. There are some moms who choose not to love their kids. And if love was just something that happened to us as we become a mom, or if love is just something that happens to us, then we would all feel love for our kids all the time. And we just don't. And so it is a choice. And the reason that this myth that love just happens to you is so harmful is because it leaves us powerless. It takes away our power and it leaves us at the mercy of some unknown, untouchable, unreachable force. And then when love sours, we're left bleeding without any first aid because we can't do anything about it. And so when we understand that love is a choice, then when love goes sour, then we can make decisions about it. We can choose when a relationship gets hard, we can choose whether or not we're going to keep loving someone. Okay, with this idea that love happens to you, let's talk about romance a little bit. So sometimes I think that it's so romantic that fate or what have you could bring two people together or that we're soulmates or that the universe created us as a perfect pair. 
to me, those notions are not romantic at all because then it's like my husband only loves me because he has no other choice or because the universe made him gross. It's much more romantic that he chooses me, that he continues to choose me every day. And y'all, he's quite a catch. He could have anyone, but he doesn't have anyone. He has me. And y'all, I'm a catch. I could have anyone, but I don't have just anyone. I have him because I choose him. Here's the beautiful thing about this choice is that we see each other's flaws with your spouse or your partner. Like you see their flaws. You know them probably better than anyone else. And yet we choose each other over and over and over again, right? We choose each other every day because love is a choice. How does this relate to our kids? It is much the same way. Even though we didn't pick out exactly who our kids would be or how they would come to us or when they would come to us, we get to choose to love them every day or not. Most of us are like, well, it's not really a choice. I love my kids. And I think here we confuse a little bit love and commitment. Like I am always committed to my kids 100%. I'm committed to my husband 100%, but I don't always love them. At least I don't love them in the way that I want to love them. Being a mom doesn't mean that you automatically love your kids. You choose it. You choose it in the middle of the night. You choose it when they snuggle up to you on the couch. You choose it when they're struggling with school or bullies or a lack of confidence or a hot head, whatever else it is that they're struggling with. You choose to love your kids when you're exhausted. You choose to love them when they screw up. You choose to love them when they succeed. You choose to love your kids. It doesn't just come automatically. It's a choice. And that's a choice to make every day. Okay, so that is the first myth about love is that it's not a choice. And it's just not true. Love is a choice. Another myth that causes a lot of problems is this idea that love solves all of your problems. Even though the rational parts of our brains are saying, well, no, duh, (laughs) love doesn't solve all your problems. This myth is so entrenched in our lives. Sometimes we don't even see how it's operating. It makes me think of, you know, that Beatles song, all you need is love. And (laughs) I won't sing it for you because I love you. And I love it way too much for that. But think about it. How many times have you heard things like, Your kids just need you to love them or talking about, you know, a romantic partner. If he loved me, he wouldn't X, Y, or Z. If I find the right one, we'll live happily ever after. Hello, does that sound familiar? Like a Hallmark movie? So when we say it out loud like that, we're like, of course, love, it doesn't solve all my problems. But if we look deep, we see that some parts of us believe that love will at least solve some of our problems. But here's the thing. Love by itself cannot solve our problems. The beautiful thing about love is that it leads us to seek solutions. Love leads us to find answers. Love leads us along the path of solving our problems, but it needs its friends. It takes a village, right? So love can't do it all on its own. Love needs friends like perseverance, commitment, courage, compassion, understanding. Love needs its buddies in order to solve problems. So just because you love somebody doesn't mean you're not going to have any problems. That's the problem with this myth is we think that if we're having a hard time in our relationship, if something is hard, that we must not love each other the right way. Because if we did, then love you know, would solve our problems. But love doesn't solve your problems. Love needs all of its friends to come along. So love helps you seek out the solutions, but determination helps you find them. Courage helps you act on those solutions. Perseverance helps you to keep going when it's hard. Compassion and understanding, they all need to be there in order to to create solutions to solve problems. Love can't do it all 
all on its own. So with our kids or our spouses, when things are rough, the problem isn't necessarily that you all don't love each other, right? So love leads you to seek solutions, but courage, confidence, and determination, they're all players that are going to get you into acting on those solutions. So don't put all the weight on your love. That's a lot of pressure. Okay. So that's the second myth is that love solves all my problems or solves most of my problems or any problems. The third myth is that love should be easy. Y'all, I hear this all the time in some form or another, and I'm sure you do too. It goes something like this. If we really loved each other, our relationship wouldn't take so much work. I wouldn't feel like this. I don't know how to connect with my teenager. I must not love him enough. It shouldn't be this hard. But y'all, here is the cold, hard truth. Sometimes love is hard. Sometimes love is easy. Sometimes love with one person can be hard and other times easy. Love is not fixed. Love is an emotion you feel toward another person. That's it. When we say love is hard or shouldn't be this hard, what we're actually saying is this relationship is hard or this relationship shouldn't be this hard. But in real life with real people, with our real life spouses and our real life kids and in-laws and friends and other people in our lives, with all of the real life human beings out there, relationships are sometimes hard and they're sometimes easy peasy. One thing I've noticed, one observation that I have is that um, for the relationships in my life is that the deeper a relationship goes, the more potential there is for it to be hard. The more that I am involved with someone, the more that I know them, the more that I am emotionally invested, the more potential it has to be hard, but also the more fulfilling and the more rewarding it can be. So my surface relationships are rarely hard. And if they are, they're just kind of like a minor irritation. For the most part, they're fun and enjoyable, but some of our relationships need to be tested They need to be planted and they need to be grown. So relationships, just like the people that are in them, grow and are strengthened by being stretched outside of their comfort zone. That reminds me of another song um, by Pink, Just Give Me a Reason, where she says, you know, we're not broken. We're just bent and we can learn to love again. You get to decide in your relationship how hard is too hard and where you're going to draw the line. But consider that just because it's hard doesn't mean it isn't valuable and it doesn't mean that it isn't something that's worth fighting for. And you get to decide and the other people or person in your relationship gets to decide whether it's broken or if it's just bent and if you want to learn to love again. I think it's also easier to be more committed to our kids than to a spouse or a partner because there are children that are a part of us. They need us and usually they're children, they're minors, so they aren't adults and they can't take care of themselves. And so we feel this commitment to them. We brought them into this world. We accepted them. We accepted the responsibility. Even if you know you adopted your kids, you still accepted the responsibility to love and nurture them and care for them and raise them to adulthood. So it's a lot easier to be more committed to our kids at the same time, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy all the time. And it doesn't mean it's going to be hard all the time. Like, I mean, I'm lucky to be one of the youngest of a crap ton of kids in a big family. And so being on the younger end, I have been able to witness my um, nieces and nephews grow up and the way that their parents have parented them. I've been able to witness their hard times and their good times and been able to see how with your kids that there are going to be hard times. And that doesn't mean that they don't love you or that you don't love them. Just means that relationships are hard sometimes. And sometimes they're easy. And it's been so educational for me, (laughs) I guess you could say, to watch my siblings and their spouses and their kids struggle and overcome and be close 
And as their kids have turned into adults to see how, you know, how they can still be close, even though at sometimes they weren't close and they had a hard time in their relationships. The point is that with their kids, you know, like don't give up like your relationship, even if you feel it's broken or it could be broken love, or, you know, we're using the word relationship because that's what we're often saying when we say love is, shouldn't be so hard. Love should be easy. We're saying relationship should be easy, but why relationships shouldn't be easy. You know, they will be easy at sometimes and they'll be hard sometimes. And so if your relationship with your kids isn't easy right now, don't worry about it. Like just keep going. It's not broken. It's just bent and you can learn to love again. Like take those words from pink. The fourth myth is that love is self-sacrificing. Okay. You guys, this myth that love should be self-sacrificing, especially like maternal love should be self-sacrificing, I think is so hurtful to us as women and moms, especially I feel like for women, we feel like love should be self-sacrificing a lot more than men probably feel that way. I think we need to understand that love is never at our own expense. Love never comes at a cost. Love is an emotion that you get to feel toward another person. Secretly, like no one else can actually feel your love. You can tell someone you love them. You can show somebody that you love them. You can do things that they like and they still may not feel loved. And that's because they are responsible for their emotions and you are responsible for yours. You feel love when you think of, loving thoughts about people. And so love is never self-sacrificing. If you are getting burnt out, if you're feeling resentful, if you are like, these are all signs that you're giving too much. If you're feeling burnt out and resentful in the name of love, like (laughs) then those are signs that it's not love, that it's more of a desire to please somebody. It's a desire to maybe feel loved. It's maybe a desire to be more than you are capable of being for someone, but it's something else besides love. Love is not self-sacrificing. And that doesn't mean that love doesn't lead to sacrifice. Sacrifice means to make something sacred. That doesn't mean to tear yourself apart, right? Love means to make something sacred or someone sacred, or I mean sacrifice. Sacrifice means to make something sacred. When you are self-sacrificing, does that mean that you are making yourself sacred to someone else? Um, You can't do that, right? Like that doesn't work. You're going to want to make sacrifices. You are going to want to do things for people sometimes just because that's what they would like you to do. But love is honest. And so if you're feeling resentful or burnt out, that's because you haven't been honest with yourself or with other people. I have kind of a silly example of this that happened recently with my husband. We were eating cheese and crackers and I got out the cheese and crackers. He was like on the couch. I wasn't quite sure if he's awake or watching a show or, you know, what, what was going on, but I was working on something on the computer at the table. I wanted some cheese and crackers. So I got some cheese, like pepper jack cheese and some crackers. And I didn't get any for him because A, I wasn't sure if he was quite awake or not. And then B, I, he likes to tear the cheese into like chunks and I like to slice the cheese so that it's, you know, it's already sliced cheese, but I like to slice it into even slices to put on my crackers. And (laughs) so he got up and then he's like, Hey, why didn't you get me any? And I was like, he was like, went to go take my cheese and crackers. And I was like, no, these are mine. And he's like, what? You're being so selfish. And I was like, I'm not being selfish. I just like my cheese sliced 
a certain way and I have a certain number of crackers to match how many slices of cheese I'm going to get. And that's how I like my cheese and crackers. So I told him this and he was a little bit miffed. And then I was like, it's not like I'm unwilling to get you cheese and crackers, but these ones are mine. And he was like a little bit miffed and he went and he got his own cheese and crackers and, you know, but like love is honest. Like I could have said, Oh, I love you so much here. You can have my cheese and crackers, which would have been like something insignificant, but I wouldn't have felt good about that. I would have felt kind of a little, like not resentful, but I would have felt like a small degree of resentment. Actually, it ended up like a few minutes later, he came back and he's like, you know, I'm really sorry for calling you selfish. I just was surprised that you didn't get me cheese and crackers too. (laughs) You know, like it wasn't a big thing. It's just a small example of how we don't have to give everything away in order to love somebody. I didn't have to give him my cheese and crackers to tell him that I love him you know, or to love him or to love myself. I was able to have my cheese and crackers the way that I like them. And I could have given him the crackers, but I wouldn't have felt very good about it. And it would have been dishonest for me on my part because I didn't want to give him the the cheese and crackers, you know, like, and there may be other times when I do want to give him the cheese and crackers and I don't care that he's going to tear the cheese into chunks, right? (laughs) Like it's a silly example, but it is a good example of how we, can stand our ground and still love someone and be honest with them. Another thing is my kids, when they love playing risk, I hate playing risk. I don't play risk with them. They wanted to play risk. And he said, you guys, you know, he was honest with them. Like we've both, we've both really been working on being honest with each other and with our kids and not just doing things just because someone else wants us to do them. But also making this decision. Like sometimes I'm not going to feel like doing something, but I'll do it because I'm willing to do it. It's like we talked about in the just say no, like sometimes you are willing, you don't, you don't want to do something, but you're willing to do it. Those are the times when you still are honest about it. My husband, he didn't want to play risk, but he was willing to play with them because they wanted him to, and he wanted to spend time with them. And so he just told them, you guys, I really don't feel like playing risk, but I'm willing to play risk with you because I love you. You kind of have to be careful with that. So it doesn't turn into a manipulation, but you also need to be honest about it. Like he wasn't expecting them to change their behavior. He was going to play risk with them. He wasn't telling them that so that they would be like, oh, well, let's play something else. He was telling them that just to be honest with them. And so they went and they played risk and everything was fine. The point is that love is honest. It's not self-sacrificing. It doesn't lie because that's what it is. When we do things for people that we don't want to do, we're essentially lying to them because we're not telling them the truth. And so love is always honest. And there are going to be times when you're going to want to sacrifice and you'll know when those times are. And that time is when you maybe don't want to do something, but you're willing to do it. Or maybe even if you're willing to do something, but it's going to cause an inconvenience for you. It's going to be hard for you. Like those are times where you may make that decision, but when you're doing that because you want to do it, because it's out of love, it's not going to feel resentful. It's not going to feel bad. Okay. And there's, so there's going to be a difference. So the fifth one, the fifth myth that causes a lot of heartache kind of ties into the first. This is that love just runs its course. So often we believe that love just happens to us and then it just kind of runs its course and then it's over. (laughs) But what really happens is that we love somebody, we choose to love them. And then for some reason, whatever reason it is, we choose to stop loving them. 
or they choose to stop loving us, or we choose to just end the relationship without, you know, without stopping loving each other, but we choose to end the relationship. Then we say love just ran its course or the relationship just ran its course. But what's really happened is that for some reason that you're probably not even aware of, for some reason, somebody decided to stop loving someone. They made a choice. Again, the reason that this myth is harmful is because it leaves us powerless. Oh, it just ran its course. So there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I could have done. It takes the power and the responsibility off of our shoulders. So sometimes it's easier to say that love just happens to us or love just ran its course because then we have no responsibility and that's what makes it easier to say that. But then what we don't realize is that it also makes us powerless in that situation and takes away our emotional power. And so that's why it's super harmful. These are five myths just to think about as we're thinking about Valentine's Day in love. And so the first myth is that love just happens to you. It's beyond your control. It's just some cosmic force. It's fate. It's God. It just happened to you. It just brought you together. The truth is love is a choice. It's a choice you make initially when you choose someone. And then it's a choice that you either keep making or you stop making. The second myth is that love solves problems. Love does not solve problems. Love leads you to seek solutions to problems, but then it's going to take all of love's friends, courage, compassion, determination, perseverance, commitment, all of those things and more. It's going to take all of those to really act on those solutions and to really solve problems. Love alone can't do it. It takes a village. So myth number three is that love should be easy. Love and relationships should be easy. They shouldn't be hard. But really, in reality, the truth is that love and relationships are sometimes hard. They're sometimes difficult and sometimes they're easy and everything in between. The fourth myth is that love is self-sacrificing. But the truth is that love is honest. Okay, y'all, the fifth myth is that love runs its course, that we just fall in and out of love and there's nothing we can do about it and it just happens. But the truth is that love is a choice when a relationship ends or when someone decides to stop loving someone, that it was a choice. So y'all, I encourage you to take a look at these myths and the truths, the real truths, and see and ask yourself, how are these myths operating in my life and how might my life be different if I started applying these truths? And how would my relationships with my kids be different? How would my relationship with my spouse or my partner, how would my relationship with my family, like my parents and my siblings and my in-laws, how would those relationships be different as well if I could take a look at these truths and maybe apply them in my life? Anyway, I hope you enjoy these myths about love and that you've enjoyed the podcast. And if you do enjoy this podcast, go ahead and leave me a reading and review. Also, I go live on Facebook every Thursday in my group, Balance for Busy Moms. You can find the link in the show notes. Go ahead and join that group. There's a lot of great content in there. It's a great community and you will see me live with more great tips. Thanks for being on the podcast and I will see you all next week. Bye.